following podcast is presented by Secret Room Multimedia. Listening to Fair Point, I'm Nathan Capacer. And I'm Craig Lewis. I'm not sure if you're aware, Craig, but I mean I I hope that you know I'm like a chainsaw. You're a Limp Biscuit fan? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Did you know yes, that's where I was going with that. <laughs> um, did you know that Limp Biscuit has a new album coming out this year? I think the whole world would have been better off not knowing that. <laughs> They're signed to Cash Money Records. Cash Money Records isn't that is that uh Lil Wayne Young yeah Money. That's, that's that's Lil Wayne well wasn't Juvenile from yeah. Cash Money Records yeah I feel, I feel like he was way before them he's done isn't he that was like the age Juvenile of yeah he actually just came out with a song a couple of years ago he he had a little bit of a comeback yeah a little bit of a comeback yeah but okay so it is but it's Lil Wayne's yeah um there's actually they have a new song uh, it's not that new I think with they Limp Biscuit it. well Limp Biscuit has a new song with Lil Wayne what was the the bassist's name. West Borland. Yeah, West Borland. The, the talented one in the band. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I can't believe... Don't lie. You liked Limp Bizkit when Everybody, you were like 14. I feel like I'll have to give props to the people on the Cracked podcast because they had mentioned in one of their re- more recent podcasts about uh, pop culture expiration dates, they had made mention ah, yes. of uh, everybody, you know, and I was like, you know what? Yeah, yeah. I did like Limp Bizkit for the time. Looking back on it, nobody knows why we liked it. Oh, I know why. I mean, they're it's awful music, but you gotta you gotta give them credit where credits due. They they knew exactly how to fucking sell music to angry fourteen year olds in nineteen ninety nine, dude. Well, I mean, like when when you're you know twenty something years old and you're looking back, you're like, really? I I felt that way. Like like I remember <laughs> being like, this is awesome. Yeah. And then like two years later, it's like, uh, not so awesome anymore. But well, last <laughs> chocolate night- starfish. <laughs> Last mm-hmm. night I watched a bunch of old Limp Bizkit videos. Well, first me and my roommate watched the new video. Oh my god! How dude. awesome is it? Fred Durst is like all like he's got a big beard. He's he's kind of fat and like he's not fat. He's bigger. Well, he he's like, what like he looks weird. Old, he looks weird. He looks weird. Like not to imply that Fred Durst ever looked like a well-adjusted human being, but it was um, the eyes. They're shifty. <laughs> It, uh, and I, it's the weird thing. Okay, I'm not a Lil Wayne fan. I don't really like Lil Wayne much As at all. As you shouldn't. You know, teach their own, but I kind of don't like Lil Wayne. And after listening to Fred Durst rap for like two and a half minutes, Lil Wayne's verse was like a breath of fresh air. Like it literally, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, this sounds good. <laughs> like after listening to Fred Durst for these last fucking Try to minutes. shit out lyrics for... Uh, so was it was he on a Lil Wayne song or was Lil Wayne on a Limp Bizkit? Lil song? Wayne was on the Limp Bizkit song. Uh, dude, but I gotta say, listen to his their old music. I had a lot of yeah, I had a lot Three of fun. Though, bill. Dude. It was a lot of fun, like not because it was fantastic music, but it was so nostalgic and like funny. Were you by yourself? And, no, me and my roommate were watching. Ah, uh, okay. And like, dude, I forgot how many people are in uh, the break stuff video. Fucking oh yeah, Eminem, Doctor Dre, he had, he had Jonathan friends, Davis, man. Snoop Dogg, Pauly Shore. Well, because he was like on both sides of the spectrum, both rap and rock. There, so he 
you know, he had, yeah, like you said, and, Snoop Dogg and Eminem, and then, like, he was also and yet, on not tour, really like, on either and side shit. of the <laughs> spectrum at the same time. Both sides oh, of the spectrum man. were just kind of like, nah. Yeah, but honestly, let's let's bring it back to that, those years. Tell me straight, could any other rap rock guy do a George Michael song? <laughs> no. It's all about the a, faith, I don't know if that's man. a positive or a negative statement, though. Like... I don't know if we're saying Fred Durst is the only successful rap rock artist that could do a cover of a George Michael song, or if we're saying all the other rap rock artists have enough common sense not, not to. to. <laughs> so take it how he wants to takes it. Uh, Fred Durst's an enigmatic one, isn't he? No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> Well, today we're going to be talking about somebody that's, who that's, was... You're, you're thinking of West Borland. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be talking about the mystery of Casper Hauser. <laughs> I don't think there's much fucking mystery about it at all. A fucking Ooh. A 16-year-old boy just walked into Nuremberg one day and just played everybody. He played like, everybody. Like uh, a chump, hey. Like a chump, hey. Like a chump, hey. Like a chump. <laughs> no, nothing. <laughs> no, nothing. You know, when I was like 11 years old and I was reading about this, it was it was pretty creepy, mysterious Where shit. Where were you reading about this, though? Because like, at 11 years old, I'm not sure. if You probably weren't surfing uh, AOL no. 2.0. There was no internet. But people like me, we would just go just, to the library and rent and, like, out see books a about weird, mysteries Like you saw a mysterious shit. book. About, yeah. Okay. Like I can see where you're coming from there. Absolutely. I would go and try to get ghost stories. Yeah, like those types of books, though. And you'd find, like, this story in one of them, you know? Uh, And back then, I was like, ooh, creepy and weird. Nowadays, with my 28-year-old mentality, I'm like... Yeah, no. There's there's nothing there's, mysterious. Yeah, there's about. Uh, there's there's a this couple seems mysterious things. Straightforward but... of something happening. Yeah, we'll talk about that. How's your yeah. week been, Craig? Real good. Saw the Lego Movie. Ooh, cool. Fucking so what do you brilliant. Think? Yeah. Awesome. It was amazing. Hands down. Awesome movie. I was hardcore on the fence about this one. Uh, like, it, like, let me explain what I mean by that. Like, I was really fucking on the fence. Usually when you say you're on the fence about something, it's kind of a passive. Like, yeah, I was on the fence. Lego uh, movie. Oh, yeah. You're like, I, was I just like, don't know which way to lean. Yeah, dude. I was like, and some parts of me think this looks fucking groundbreaking. And some parts of me thinks this looks really hokey under a uh, guise of groundbreaking. All I'm going to say is Charlie Day as... Uh, 80s generic spaceman. Wait, is is Charlie Day? Um, what's his name? Uh, no, he was 80s retro spaceman. Oh, you th- <laughs> are you thinking the lead? Yeah. No, that was uh, Chris no, Pratt. That, that means you're not listening to me because you were so distracted with asking if Charlie Day was playing the lead <laughs> that you didn't ask me that you didn't let me tell you. Yeah, because exactly, if you would just listen to my sentence, Charlie Day as 80s retro spaceman. That sounds amazing. I actually want to see a live-action feature-length film about that, if you don't mind. Hollywood, please get on that. I'll buy 100 tickets. Shit, Charlie, you could have kitten mins for all I care. Anybody? Kickstarter? Kickstarter.com slash Charlie Day to play retro retro 80s 80s spaceman spaceman in the movie? You know, it could be real-life Lego sets that he's in. Oh my god, I would pay to see that movie a hundred times. But the CG, the animation, was great. Wait, I thought it was stop motion. 
Uh, parts of it was stop motion, but I mean, they did it in 3D, and a lot of it was uh, there had to have been CG involved. That's I've heard some people point. saying that. Yeah, uh, just it was too smooth for the frame rates and stuff to do for it to be completely stop motion. There were parts where I was they mixed it well. Can you imagine, Craig, the nightmare that was the lighting man's fucking oh daily my god on that movie. He had the worst job in that building. <laughs> oh my god! Hands down, that look it that looks perfect. Like for it stop really motion does. and to not be entirely CG. And like, I'll tell oh you right God, now, dude. the end. I wasn't expecting the ending. Not even going to tell you what it is. Not well, even. I would gonna... hope not. <laughs> so basically, what happens at the end of the movie is the White Wizard, <laughs> Batman, <laughs> Lego Batman, mind you, and <laughs> genetically engineered mutant squid. <laughs> Thanks, Craig. Thank you for spoiling the movie for me. Oh crap! I said I wasn't going to do that. You can edit that out, right? You can just... I'll do my best. Okay. Okay. Well, I read a book recently that I really fucking love. Good for you, Nathan. Give yourself a pat on the back. Go ahead. Hey, fuck you. Nathan read a book. Hey, fuck <laughs> you. This podcast is over. This podcast is all about reading books. <laughs> no, that's uh, my other <laughs> podcast. The, the bu- <laughs> Books and Beyond. Bad books and beyond. Great books and beyond. No. <laughs> Not bad books and beyond. Bad <laughs> books and beyond. Well, you read them in bed, yes. So. You read them in the bath, they just get soggy. I feel like I, that's the only podcast I can't have uh, other people on because it's just me reading a book while I'm in bed. Not even aloud <laughs> either. He's not reading it aloud. He just sets the mic to roll and just settles in for the and night. And you just hear it just every now and then go, hmm, yes, interesting. <laughs> Every so often. Now, the book was called The Graveyard Book by one Neil Gaiman. Maybe you've heard of him. I I think I have. Yeah. Isn't he the one that's doing that TV show that's coming out soon? Uh, There was talks about making an American Gods TV show based on one of his books. No, Sandman's going to be done into uh, a film or a show. I remember reading about that. HBO was going to do American Gods, and now they gave up the property. Oh, come on, HBO. I think that would have been awesome. Yeah, I'm kind of like, damn, I was excited about it. And now, unless it's like Showtime or something, I'm really not going to be that excited about it. I don't so anyways, know. Neil Gaiman wrote a book called Graveyards. You read it. Is this your first time the, reading the, it? The Graveyard Book. That's what um, I said. Yeah, the Graveyard Book. <laughs> not what you said. But well, that, that's, that's beyond the point. That's what I thought. <laughs> that's what I thought I said. Was this the first it's, time you read the book? Or? Yeah. Okay. It's basically loosely inspired by the Jungle Book, which we've talked about before yes, on the podcast. That is the book that you mentioned on the, the podcast. The kid that grew up in the graveyard, uh, it was basically like instead of the wolves that instead brought of the, him up, it the was ghosts. Creatures of the Jungle, yeah. It was the spirits yeah. of the graveyard. Great book. Like, there was nothing about it that was fucking amazing, like American Gods or anything. And even while I was reading it, at times, I thought it was a little lackluster, but upon finishing it... I love it. Like, once I got to hmm. the end, I was like, yeah, I fucking love that book. And, uh, man, I just wanted to, like, I don't know. Like, I just wanted to say that that fucking book's awesome and check it the fuck out. Like, you got goosebumps. I can see them right now. They're poking through your great. hat. I want to go through a walk. I want to go for a walk in the graveyard, but I want it to be spring when I do that. And it's still winter. Jesus, Nathan, your nipples are hard. Put them away. They are away. <laughs> I actually was inspired to write a, a rap verse after reading it, oh, which is interesting because I haven't written you? one of those in a long time. Yeah, actually, it was rapping uh, about the graveyard book. Mm. Do you need a beat? 
The verse. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a rap beat at all. Rap EDM. Who Are cares? we at a rave? <laughs> no, it's well. Basically, it wasn't like about the book, but you're familiar with like metaphors and rap, like where you make like yes, a, a I am joke familiar with, with metaphors. And... I'm. I am of well, average intellect. In rap, yeah. like it's kind of like how in Pokemon, the word evolution actually refers to metamorphosis. In rap, the word metaphor actually refers to a simile. Okay. <laughs> a clever simile. That's basically what metaphor means in, in rap language. And I came up with one of those inspired by the book. Like, the kid's name's Nobody Owens. Like, he's taught, like, the way of the graveyard, just oh. like Mowgli's taught the way of the jungle. Okay. So he learns how to do certain things that, like, ghosts and dead people can do. Not everything. He's still restricted by the fact that he's alive. But he's kind of learned to do these things. One of the things he learns to do is called fading. And when he's faded... Can he go invisible? It's not going invisible. But, like, if you're not looking at him, like, if you're not already paying attention to him, you won't notice him. It's funny because I just sat there. I'm, like, nodding my head to you. I'm like, they can't tell that I'm doing that. It's not an actual response. And you're like, no, it's cool. I'm not actually paying attention to you. So (laughs) if you did fade right now, I wouldn't even notice. I'm looking through you already, so. But no, like if you were talking to him and he tried to fade, it wouldn't work because your attention's already on him. But if you're not paying attention to him, he can kind of evade your attention and lose your. You could be you could be looking right at him and you wouldn't notice him. But so basically, the like line, I mean, fuck, it's only 16 bars. You want me to just spit the whole verse? Yo, 16 bars. All right, send us an email at fairpointpodcast at yahoo.com. Let me know if you want me to spit the whole verse. I want 16 bars. All Kit Kat, baby. Come on. Basically, I was like, everybody knows him, but nobody knows him. You can't see him. So faded. Call him nobody. Owen, suppose he should show him the way this kid can flow through these poems. It's been a couple years. This ain't the way it's supposed to be going. But Shaggy's like, chill, I got this. Feeling type real, do you believe in monsters? Everything water like I came from Loch Ness. Only word that I ever, ever knew was progress. Put whatever on it. Money ain't an object. Make whatever off it. Money's just a concept. Podcast and mixtape, son. I see you with sound check. Ain't a thing I tried yet that I couldn't accomplish. Motherfucker, don't listen if you hating the content. I'ma bring back fat. I'ma make me a profit with a fucking PH. I'ma make me a profit. That was pretty much it. That was actually 15 PhD. bars. But... Y'all, you see, you lied to everybody. Yeah, well, there is like a 16th bar, but it doesn't really work without the beat. The beat that I started giving you, and then you like pushed me off. What beat? Uh, the, the one that was going on in my brain. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. I started going like way faster than you, and I was like, "Oh man, he's he's not keeping up." Craig's like, "It was actually brilliant. Like this was <laughs> some this was some early Kanye, early Dr. Dre level if, shit. If like only if I knew how to fucking actually make it." <laughs> I mean, rich. I can't I'd even make it with my mouth, so it's not like I could. <laughs> here, here it is. Just take my word for it. Well, I got a question about the book itself. Is uh, where's you know the gravekeeper? Is he aware that there's a child living in this cemetery? Um, no, there's no. Um, they never really mention any type of like actual staff. There is. I, <sighs> No, he's not, though. You almost get the sense that, like, that's who his guardian is. His guardian did have keys to the graveyard. 
His guardian's neither dead or alive. I don't want to spoil anything. This isn't anything that you won't learn in like the first two chapters, but like So his guardian's in purgatory. No, <sighs> no. You just read it. We're, I'm not going to spoil it, but don't uh spoil it. We all know it's going to be no, a they, giant they never, mutant or mutant tentacle space alien, so they don't really ever address that. And it's it this is like like a children's book, but it's it's Interesting, because for a children's book, it also has, like, the murder of an entire family with a bloody knife in the first fucking opening three pages. <laughs> but, uh... Well, Neil Gaiman, well played. It's handled well enough that uh adolescent child, maybe not adolescence, not the right word, but, you know, like a older, mature preteen, you know, could totally hand- yeah. handle that. Mature tween. Big news, I guess, on the movie front. The Guardians of the Galaxy trailer has released. Are you well aware? Yeah, it did. It? Yeah, I saw it. Um, are you knowledgeable of the Guardians of the Galaxy, the comic? To an extent. I really don't know much about it. Uh, I was so excited because Emmett, the voice of Emmett, is the main guy in there. The oh, okay. The Chris I Pratt can see there. That. I can see that. I didn't know that was Chris um, Pratt. Yeah. By the way, great actor. I I'm a fan. He's pretty cool. Parks and Rec stays. And I was like, oh, this is pretty sweet. Oh, and there's a talking raccoon. Oh. Yeah, you don't know Rocket Raccoon? No, not really. Oh, man. Rocket Raccoon's the best part. <laughs> like, Rocket Raccoon's what I know. But and, then uh, I noticed somebody familiar as Drax, a, a certain wrestler named Batista. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, for a second, I was like, oh, this is a WWE Films movie? <laughs> oh. Do you know who plays Groot, the big tree guy? Somebody famous? Yeah. You know what? It's funny. It, it, I, it's like I knew, and then I didn't. Because I remember looking it up. Vin Diesel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Vin Diesel. Yeah. Yeah, fuck him, too. But... I don't know a lot about Guardians of the Galaxy, but I mean, I know a fair bit about the Marvel Universe, so I know like what I need to to understand how they fit into the Marvel well, universe. Well, I just know as it. a wrestling fan's standpoint, Batista's not going to help the film at all. He's awful. He's awful on the mic, and that's why I was happy to see him go. And now I'm just realizing why he's back to promote this fucking movie. Yeah, not a lot of wrestlers are great actors. I mean, uh, they're, you know, I guess that's not, no, that's not a fair statement. There are a lot of wrestlers that are good actors. But, they're but there's at, just they're as many that are horrible. At, well, like Hulk Hogan was horrible. I mean, like, a lot of these guys are good at doing shoot promos on people, you know, and acting with the other wrestlers that they're like, yeah, he's In not a that good actor. Realm, yeah, just like there's stage actors, there's theater actors and movie actors I'll and tell you, television actors. Uh, Rock is, has a lot of talents. Uh, I'm just not a fan of most of his movies. No, me either. Rock's not a great actor, though. I mean, you don't look at his wrestling career and be like, that's some good acting. <laughs> but, I mean, you even think about, like, just look at, like, um, Stone Cold Steve Austin wasn't, like, he is playing a character, and that is playing a character pretty damn well. Maybe he right. can't do a lot of characters. Well, but... honestly, I'll tell you what, uh, that whole Stone Cold Steve Austin, I'm gonna, that's basically him. Or at least that's what he is now. Like he he was basically just being himself, but being you know, um, over exaggerating. Like you know maybe like oh yeah, I would really love to stomp a mud hole in this dude, but you know he goes and actually yeah. does it. And I the think thing. there's a. F- I mean, fuck it. I was okay, Craig. Fine. I was trying not to be cliche and go to the only wrestler that I give a shit about uh, and say Mick Foley was an awesome actor. He played five hundred fucking characters. Mick Foley knew what he was doing every time. Mama Foley's boy. Yeah. <laughs> 
but it's, Batista, it's, he's been shit in all his other movies. He's mostly done B movies, like direct to. Did I ever tell you about the time I, uh, me and my friends, one of my friends worked for the lady that also owned, not owned, but like was like managing the uh, movie theater at the mall. But she also owned like a few kiosks in the mall. And, okay. she, and she worked at one of the kiosks, but she would still get free movies. And she was like, you guys want to go see a movie tonight? Like, cause we were at the mall and we were anything with Batista her. and uh, no, but <laughs> we were like, yeah, let's go see a movie. And we, there wasn't much out, but uh, uh, there was like two or three of us that were like, we've seen commercials for, uh, was it see no evil or hear no evil? See no evil. The, see no the evil. Kane one. Yeah. yeah. We had no, none of us had any idea that Kane was in that movie. Or oh, that this really? movie had anything to do with wrestling. God. And all of us, they had like no well, offense, honest, like outgrown that. Like that movie you know, wasn't and, uh, really Kane's fault. He really didn't do much other dude, than be a big fucking actually, goon. We didn't know. We decided to go see. We wanted to see Pulse. If I don't know if you remember that movie was shitty too. But the trailer for Pulse was yes. way cool, dude. It that was. movie that made that movie look really cool. I'll give it that. And I, the movie got pushed back. So we thought it was out, and we went to go see it, and it wasn't there. So we went to see See No Evil. We I were ended like, up Fuck seeing it. it in, we're already uh, in the mood for theaters. Horror movie. Pulse. I mean that it suckered a lot of people. That was a cell phone movie, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no, we got suckered into seeing it, and the second the fucking trailers ended, the lights dimmed, and the screen read WWE films. We were like, wait, what? <laughs> wait, no, no, seriously, guys, no, no, seriously, Usher. Usher, excuse me, Usher. <laughs> Can you explain this to me, sir? I just pointed at WWE the films. Movie. Is this <laughs> is this see no evil? Uh yeah, that movie sucked. I don't know. Have you seen it? Yeah, I remember. Spoiler alert: We're gonna spoil it. Never because saw it in the movie theater. We're totally gonna spoil it because nobody gives a fuck. Because if you give a fuck about us spoiling the ending of See No Evil, like I'm sorry. And to be fair, we just gave you like 30 seconds of warning, and you could have turned the podcast off at any moment. Like, so we're about to spoil Can it. Can you imagine that one dude that's like, no, no, I wanted to see that, and he's still stop listening. Playing. And he's like, stop, <laughs> just stop, guys, guys, stop. I am nowhere near the pause button. Fuck, my hands. I'm doing the dishes right now. I can't pause stop my it, iPod. Just stop it. He's, he's got his, he's like why with his nose trying. <laughs> fuck. This is why we're doing this. So I we're... paused See No Evil to wash the dishes, you fucking pricks. <laughs> so I could make popcorn. <laughs> oh, my God. What are you doing listening to us while watching See No Evil? No, he put us on while he was washing the dishes because he got really hungry. He wanted some popcorn. So you guys are jerks. <laughs> well, that's why we're stalling for him. Well, at the end of the movie, the big bad guy, Kane's character, gets pushed out of a fucking window. And it's like a billion stories up because it takes dude like two minutes to fall to the ground. And he's fallen, fallen, fallen. And like sometimes he like, bam, hits a flagpole. Bam, hits a fucking windowsill. Like just getting beat the fuck up as he's falling. Like, bam, <laughs> hits the brick wall and bounces <laughs> off. And then just. Just lands on the fucking ground, dude. And he's just laying there dead. And the whole movie's silent. So the whole theater's quiet. And it's just stillness for a moment. I go, uh, Mick Foley would have got back up. Dude, <laughs> half the theater awesome. started clapping. They're like, yeah. I was like, hell yeah. I feel like the man. Now I haven't even watched wrestling in like 12 years. And I just made all these wrestling fans mark. Eat your fucking heart out, Stone Cold. I just did it. I did it. Yeah, that's right. I cut a better promo than you've ever cut. I don't mean it. No, no, no. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. 
No, it's okay. Kane Don't is hit a, me. Kane's a businessman now, so <laughs> no joke. I definitely cut a better promo than Kane. I'll say that much. <laughs> Kane's best promos were when he was silent. Or do you remember when he talked through that voice box? There was a time period when he first by talked. choice. No. Yeah. Oh, remember by no, choice. No, I stopped watching by that I was point. like, yeah, he talked through it by choice, obviously. I stopped watching by that point, <laughs> but I had a lot of friends that watched, he, so I knew he, uh, about it. He, yeah, why, why wouldn't he talk through it by choice, you know? Dude, they, took, they took the mask off, and it was like I lost all respect for Kane. I mean, no, 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 I didn't mean, I didn't mean respect. I didn't mean respect. Don't hit me. I didn't mean respect. Trust me. I didn't mean respect. He, he's basically a Toby now, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you remember back in 2011 when Legendary Pictures... Uh, started promoting the movie Spectral. Not at all. <laughs> as well as I. I just thought I'd get everybody up on it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're finally making moves now. They finally cast their lead I actor. I finally heard about this movie. <laughs> they finally cast their lead actor. Do you know who James Badge Dale is? No. He's been in a few movies. Never been a leading man, but he's been in, you know, the gray World War Z, just like, you know, off to the side character guys. He was in the Lone Ranger and Iron Man 3, too. Okay. But, like, uh, he's finally getting the lead here. And, frankly, I remember him best as Chase Edmonds from a few seasons of 24. Never watched so it. So he was pretty cool there, but we'll, we'll see. Apparently, you get you got your shot here, guy. Let's uh, <laughs> let's, let's make it happen. Do you know what the movie's about? I'm, I'm uh, it's a supernatural thriller. Yeah, a specter. That's all I. I the I feel like it involves specters. Uh, call me crazy. Uh, it's special special ops teams hunting supernatural things. Oh, that I'm sure that'll be great. Ghosts have taken over Manhattan. And they must stop this using their special ops military training. Yeah, dude. Headshots don't work on ghosts, bro. They do if you have uh, proton packs. Did I? Oh, I forgot to tell you. This is what Ghostbusters 3 actually turned out to be. Bringing it back to Lego for a minute, dude. How, how bad would you love to see a Lego Ghostbusters game? Lego Ghostbusters game? That would be pretty sweet. Lego Ninja Turtles. That would be pretty sweet, too. Well, at least the Ghostbusters are coming out. They're doing the characters in the Ecto. What? They're releasing Lego Ghostbusters, a set. Oh, like a toy set. Yeah. So it's not that far off then. Not that far off. They just did the Simpsons, so. Lego Simpsons? Fuck it, dude. I dude. did you know Lego Simpsons? The set came out. They released the no, house but I'm and saying the if characters. they did a Lego Simpsons, are you, game? you're still on the game, aren't you? Yeah, if they did a Lego Simpsons game, they'd kill it, dude. Would, There'd be so many characters it. to yeah, play. Definitely. I mean, only Millhouse got into the Lego movie, which is beyond me. Millhouse was in the Lego movie. <laughs> yes, Fucking he was. spoiler alert! Holy shit. Uh, That's they, dope, dude. Sorry I spoiled it. The, the, I mean, there was just a scene where they showed a bunch of different Lego people. <sighs> now I want you to tell me all the other pop culture characters that showed up, but I don't want you to spoil it for everyone. Yeah. Uh, well, there were superheroes, various. Uh, let's do this. Noble... Were there, wait, were there a bunch of other people? Yes. All right, so let's do this. We've never mentioned this on podcast before, but after the ending credits roll, we usually play a little blooper or a little fucking like outtake. You know what I mean? Like, so how about if you don't want to hear this spoiler, we'll just put this shit at the end. Yeah. So basically what's going to happen right now is the podcast is going to cut and the next few seconds are going to be at the very end of the podcast. So we'll see you guys in a minute. Did you hear the news about the new playable characters in Mario Kart 8? Uh, I did not. Are there, there's new playable characters? Yeah, fucking seven of them. Wow. Okay, enlighten me. The Koopalings. 
The All fucking Koopa of Kids. You could be any one of them. Wendy O. It's Martin Junior. No, that's an easy way to. That's an easy way to make the roster that you know much more sizable. And I love that, dude. And it's yeah. still awesome. I feel like that wouldn't work in a lot of other games, like putting them in Smash Brothers. Right, right. Because now be it's like, like seven no. same things, just with different you know sprites. Yeah, but in Mario Kart, where there's already so many characters, and at any given game, you're racing against like ten other fucking characters. Right. So it's not like. It's not like you're playing a game like Mario Party. That wouldn't work. Be like, we're going to be Luigi, Yoshi, Princess Peach, and Lemmy Koopa or something. You know what I mean? And be like, and, and Iggy Koopa. Be like, why is there two Koopalings and then like three major characters? Right. But in this, it, it could totally be makes sense. Any dude. number of people. I'm on a campaign to get Kamek in the fucking Mario Kart games. Back when they first announced Mario Kart 64. Yeah, we're going way back. Way back. They released a screenshot. And Kamek was a playable character. And then they eventually replaced him with Wario. And I always wanted to see Kamek in a fucking Mario Kart game. But you know what? I'm happy my girl Rosalina's still on there. Yeah, Rosalina. The, both Rosalina and Peach, right? Of course. Abby. They also... I can't believe I'm so late on this because this shit's coming out in like no time. Like a week or something. But, in uh, like no time it's no, coming not out. This. It's like it already came out. Not Mario Kart 8, but uh, they uh, announced a new Yoshi's Island game. Yoshi's come New out, Island. Man. It's not out yet. By the time you hear this, probably it'll already be out. It's happening so fast. As we're talking right now, it's probably being released immediately. Dude, there's probably someone listening right now. While they're is, playing it. Yeah, and this no. game is old news. It's been out for years. You just blew my mind. We're talking to the future. This is going to be our fossil footprint on society. But no, I'm pretty pumped about this because uh, I love Mario. I'm a huge fan of Mario. And apparently this is exploring Mario and Luigi's backstory a little bit. Apparently, and spoiler alert to the end of Yoshi's Island, the Super Nintendo game that came out in like 95, um, the stork eventually delivers Mario and Luigi to their parents who are actually in the Mushroom Kingdom, which I always found interesting because Mario and Luigi come from Brooklyn. So when we found out they were actually from the Mushroom Kingdom, that raised another interesting thing. Like, well, how did they get in Brooklyn? They, they weren't raised in the Mushroom Kingdom. It, that was all new to them. Through the sewer pipe. But, you know, there has to be a, something that had to have happened. Yeah. I don't mean, like, what was their means of transportation, but what transpired. So, this game... Bowser drove their whole family away. Well, this game says that apparently the parents complained to the stork that these were the wrong kids and they're not their children. So, the stork comes and takes them back, goes to bring them to their real parents... And Bowser's Magikoopa Kamek attacks again, and he gets Luigi, doesn't get Mario, and Yoshi's got to go save Luigi. Uh, yeah, okay. I'm pretty pumped. It should be pretty cool. So the stork is on its way back to Brooklyn. My only beef, though, is like, because I'm really pumped for the story to find out more about Mario and Luigi's parents, but you probably won't find out shit. They're probably just going to be there in the beginning. Or the end, when he brings them to their real parents. Oh, the real parents, yeah. Yeah. But... It's the one be like major the peanuts parents <laughs> just knock on the knock on the door in Brooklyn and the parents open the door and you just see like from their waist down which is what you saw in the original game with the original parents so my major complaint with this actually though is the graphics 
Like, it's 3D, of course, it's on the 3DS, but I feel like the Super Nintendo graphics and the graphics of the DS sequel were a thousand times better than... Than this game's? Polygonal 3D. I've never been a fan of, like, just polygonal 3D graphics that aren't... If you're going to do 3D, it's got to look good, or else just do 2D. Like, I don't know, you know what I mean? Like... Yeah, the only game that's ever done that good is uh, Star Fox. Polygon no. 3D graphics. Oh, with Polygon. I was like, yeah. have you played Grand Theft Auto V? Oh, like, no. No, no, isn't no, no, Mass no, no. Effect about... your favorite like video game series? Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm talking about the Polygonal thing. <laughs> <laughs> Word, okay. I mean, Mario 64 wasn't bad for what it was. It wasn't distracting. Like, I wouldn't put it up there with, like, a pioneer of great graphics. But, I mean, look at Super Mario 3D Land on the DS. The graphics are beautiful. The Yoshi's Island graphics, not so much. I'd rather just see, since it's just a 2D platformer anyway, just give me 2D fucking graphics like the original games. They were gorgeous. So, uh, tragedy in Kentucky. A snake-handling priest died. Would you... Would you care to guess at how i'm assuming it wasn't being bitten by a snake it was oh it was it was a snake and you you can call that ironic but i just call that the inevitable (laughs) i mean yeah i don't i don't think the definition of irony is that uh picking up snakes and taunting them to bite you and then you get bit by one but saying that you know that's called that's cause and effect yeah yeah exactly (laughs) Uh, but the fact that somebody who has god's power and cannot be hurt by these venomous serpents would actually get killed by one, sure. Who would yeah. have thought that would happen? Yeah, that's not how it works, pal. These snakes have free will, you know. <clears throat> so Jamie Coots, who was actually on the National Geographic show Snake Salvation, you know, so he's been doing this for a while. He finally got what was coming to him, I guess. I gotta say, this I personally am one to say, choose your beliefs, whatever you know, whatever you wanna believe is fine with me. Uh, if you wanna be Buddhist, if you wanna be Christian, if you wanna be Muslim, if you wanna be Jewish, I don't care. Do you, wherever you find, or if you want to be atheist, hell, shit, that's your prerogative. But this almost seems like a perversion of Christianity to me as someone who is Christian. Yeah. It's it's basically warping other people's minds into thinking that they will be saved if they hold these. It's doing what all the worst Christians do. They take like one or two lines out of the Bible and become extremists about those one or two lines. Whether or not those one or two lines are metaphors or literal, like they take one or two lines and disregard everything else. Right. And they're like, this and is what I'm about. They basically. Oh, no, I must still eat bacon. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I, they, they I'm going to hold snakes and people's minds thinking people. that the snakes, you know, are like they tried. They, they, he wanted to pass this down to his child who he's been having handling these snakes, too. That's endangering the welfare of a child. Well, the Bible doesn't tell you tell you to hold snakes either. No. Like, it the, makes some offhand comment about like if you trust God or something, even a like you even you won't be wounded by like the bite of a snake or something. I'm pulling, right, but I'm not pulling this out of my ass. I'm pulling it out of the deep recesses speaking, of my memory. Speaking of the Bible, I feel like it's basically they're saying we can handle the devil because in the Bible, the only actual description of the devil is the serpent. And I mean, yeah, that totally. I think it's multifaceted, like many things in the Bible, that yes, that symbolism is definitely being evoked. And also, like... Um, and they're just playing it. Is it. A, it's a big, like, thing throughout any sort of religion that has, like, an idea of, like, a god and, like, faith. And, like, faith in the original, like, Greek words that, like were translated didn't mean like blind belief in something you don't have evidence for what it meant was trust it was a word for trust so that you would have trust in god and you wouldn't doubt god and you wouldn't 
you know what I mean? Like cast your own opinions against God's because you would understand and trust that what God has going on is the deal, you know? So I feel like that's more like representative of a lot of religions have this idea of like, if you just really for real trust in God and just trust and do what you have to do and trust in yourself. You jump into shark infested waters and shit will work out. But that's the thing. They're not telling if you're jumping into shark infested waters, like you're being a fucking idiot. And you're tempting fate. Right. Exactly. That's, that's not the same there, thing. There's a difference between God looking out for you in mere coincidences. When you go looking for trouble, you, I mean, personally put yourself in position yeah, exactly. constantly where you're in harm's way. It doesn't make you extra blessed that you can hold a serpent yeah. or a snake for a certain amount of time and it doesn't bite you. It makes you fucking lucky. I mean, shit, if you're a parent does. and you tell your your child you can be honest with me, like, please tell me, be straight up with me. Like, if you go out Have and Have you drink, been touching snakes? Like, tell me. No, you know what I mean. Like, And they're like, all right, word. And then they start going out and getting drunk every night. And they're like, mom, I drank. Mom, I drank. I need you to pick me up. I'm like, no, you're not fucking allowed to go out anymore. That's not why I told you that. I didn't tell you that so you'd go out and get drunk and take advantage of my fucking trust and my, and my caring hand. I told you that to, so you would know that you can trust me and I understand that shit happens and I understand. No, that's not the same thing. And whether or not me, you, or the listener believe that that's the way it works, it's more like if you wind up in shark-infested waters... Right, that you that if you really believe and trust in God, you may pull through. Have that trust and do your responsibility to do what you have to do to make things better, and don't lose the trust and just fucking work at it. I don't know. And that, I yeah, I agree with you. That's the way that faith works. You know that how it should work. Not oh, you know what? If you hold that snake, you're a, you're a special blessed man. You please prove to me that you really love me and really believe in me by holding a snake. No. That's not what the Bible was getting Well, at. I cite to you the story of Abraham. So we may have lost a few of our snake handler demographic there, but... That's okay. Uh, go ahead and question your pastor here. Apparently he would probably call us heathens, but... So there you go. When you tempt fate and play with snakes, you're eventually going to get bitten by one. But he died the way he lived. <laughs> He's a snake handling man. <laughs> <laughs> A snake handling man coming to your house. Got vipers in his mouth. He's a snake handling man. (laughs) Just the facts. Casper Hauser was a German teenager of dubious origins that showed up mysteriously in Nuremberg in 1828 and eventually murdered five years later. Despite many glaring inconsistencies, his story has gained a lot of attention and inspired a lot of theories regarding his unknown past. Oh, you said the word I love. Dubious. I love that word. Dubious? That is a good word. Uh, So he was found on the 26th of May, right? Having dooby-like qualities. Mm. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) But he was German, so. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to go a different direction with, like, German metal. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, it's 1999 again. You're welcome. 
Limp Biscuit and uh, what the fuck was their name? Romstein. Romstein. I hate. No offense to German culture. I just hate German metal. I don't like it. I'm half German, so it's okay for me to hate German metal. I'm some part German. I'm a fucking mutt. Yeah, I don't know if I'm actually half German. but You just decided to I think, say it. I think my father's predominantly German. He's not fully German, so no, we I'm not half German. Really he's make got some this. Welsh in there, too. So I feel like everybody has some Welsh in them. <laughs> we could definitely make this into a quick plug for Ancestry.com. We could make this into a quick plug for Welsh's grape juice. Different kind of Welsh. <laughs> Spelled differently. Just a whole different fucking ballpark. You sure Welsh on that plug. All right, so getting out of brass tacks, this 16-year-old was found in 1828 on the 26th of May, correct? Just wandering the streets of... The day uh, before my birthday. Nuremberg. But it wasn't my birthday yet. It was so. way before your birthday. Yeah. But the century before my birth century. About like 155 years or so. Yeah, just this scraggly, unkempt kid, 16 they, they years old or so. He was drunk, but it was just because he didn't know how to walk, barely. Yeah, couldn't talk, couldn't speak. So he has with him two letters one addressed to the captain of the 4th Squadron of the 6th Cavalry Regiment. Very specific. Very specific. I don't specific. think he wrote that himself. His name, Captain John J. Rambo. I'm sorry, Captain Von Wessenig. Am I pronouncing that right? I don't know. I'm not in touch uh, with my German roots. I my prefer roots. John Rambo. The heading of the letter read, From the Bavarian border, the place that is unnamed, 1828. And the letter stated that the boy was given into the author's custody as an infant on October 7th, 1812, and that this dude taught him to read, taught him to write, taught him Christianity, but never let him leave the house. And he also made a note of stating that Casper writes in his handwriting exactly as he does. Interesting. Because, <laughs> you know, he wrote the letter, but this kid writes in the same exact handwriting, just so you guys know. Right. We're still talking about the letter that he showed up with, right? Yes. And it also basically told the captain to either take the child in or hang him. He didn't care. Boy, if that was the boy writing this own, his own letter there, he's like taking chances with that one. <laughs> he's like, nope, nope, I have faith. They're going to let me join the cavalry. <laughs> <laughs> They're not just going to hang me. I held a snake the other day. Okay, I got bit. But still, I'm saying though, only a little bit. It's okay. They had the anti-venom. I was like, we are of one blood. Yin. Ah, fuck. Son of a bitch. Oh, yeah. Forgot to tell you that snake bites. Uh, the second letter was supposedly from his mother, Casper's mother, to the man that raised him and wrote the first letter. This letter stated his name is Casper, his birthday as April 30th, 1812, and that his father was dead. And um, also interesting, this letter was written in the same handwriting as the man that raised him. So apparently, Casper Hauser's mom, the man that raised Casper Hauser, and Casper Hauser all had the same handwriting. Coincidence? I think so. That is one crazy coincidence. So they eventually took him to Captain Von Wessenig, and the only words that he was able to say were... I want to be a cavalryman as my father was. And? Horse! Horse! I imagine he was pointing. Yes, I know that is a horse. Yes, we have horses. Horse! It's in the cavalry, yes. Fucking horse! Oh, apparently he knows fucking. Ja, what is this kid even thinking? 
Jaws, totally horse. He he sees the horse and he points to it. Good, you are 16 now, young kitty. I'm glad you know what horse he is. And Faza. And he, I guess he did answer questions with don't know. And he would, sometimes people would ask him questions and he'd just start crying. Okay, so they then took him to the police. And here he was actually able to write his name. Oh, yeah, these fucking cops mean business. He's like, oh, I'm... Oh, I got me into so much trouble. I got to do something. Supposedly, he, like, occasionally said some prayers, too, like, mumbled prayers to himself. He was like, please, God, give me a PlayStation 4. (laughs) Please, God, let the Broncos win the Super Bowl. I know none of this has happened yet, but it will. Someday. It will. And apparently, he refused any food other than bread and water. They actually tried to give him sausage and beer. Yeah, he just regurgitated it, right? He, he wasn't having any of that. Spit it out in disgust. It's because he's a vegan. Because <laughs> he was a vegan. Yes. He was a, what do you call somebody that only eats bread and drinks water? Oh, that's it. That's what you call them. You call them fucking dead. You call them they don't live to be 16 years old. Lived on bread and water. Yeah, sustenance. The body could do weird things. Are you telling me that Casper Hauser liked to twerk? His body did weird things. I no, I, 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 I'm not telling you he liked to twerk. I'm telling you he invented it. <laughs> so he eventually he lived with a jailer named Andreas Hiddle in the Vesner Gate Tower for a few months. Yeah, he spent a lot of time in the top floor of the jailer's tower. Basically, hung out with a family. When he moved down to the to the first floor, the the jailer himself kind of grew fond of Casper. And decided he was going to, you know, maybe kind of take him in, like look after him, like his his wife bathed him. And basically this kid just sat there mute, motionless, like a stick in a cell, uh, didn't really move, just ate bread and water, just kind of like looked blankly into space. <clears throat> I think he was on drugs. He wasn't, he wasn't just holding <laughs> So basically the peyote finally wore off and he was like, where am I? They were Hello? like, Casper, have you been doing drugs? Ever since you've shown up wandering the streets in this town, you've you, been acting really narc. weird. Uh, and crowds, did you know crowds like would gather around to try to see this like mysterious boy that was 16 years old and didn't know how to do anything? Oh, yeah. Gave him all <laughs> like, sorts of attention. Hey, hey, look over here. Look at this kid. He's 16. He doesn't know how to talk. What's <laughs> up with this guy? Uh, but he did manage to pick up language rather quickly and start talking. Yeah, I mean, how long does it usually take to teach a human that's lived 16 years of their life not knowing how to speak to speak? Well, it's okay. He it said he was a quick learner. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, if, if he's a quick learner, I mean. Uh, he came up with a story of what happened to him in the past 16 years. Fuck, he yeah, wrote an autobiography it, eventually. You put it correctly. He came up with a fucking story, all right. But let's... Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Excuse me. What was this story that Casper enlightened us about? From an early age, he grew up in a tiny cage that was only about... You're a rapper, too. (laughs) Seven feet long and maybe five feet high. And it filled him with rage. Oh, get me out of this cage, huh? Get me out of this cage, huh? (laughs) About to write another page, huh? He was in a room where there was barely any light at all. There were two boarded up windows. 
it was a tiny cell. It wasn't even a room. It was like a, I don't know. I don't know fucking metric, but it was, See, it was a really I kind tiny of, shell. Reading it, cell. I kind of assumed that he was in a cell in a dark room. So, In a cell in a room? In a cell in a room. That's like roomception. Not really. Cells are usually in rooms. Like if you think about like a jail cell. Oh, like with bars? Yeah. Like it was just like at an actual cage, you know, that was like just like put off in like the basement somewhere. Oh, I never thought about it as that. I thought it was just like an enclosed cell. Uh, that could be that. That's funny how both of us took different... I could see it either way, yeah. Yeah, me too. Or I could see it that it never happened at all. I'm sorry. Keep going. <laughs> he had a straw bed, a dirt floor, and at least they gave him a blanket. And uh, a his bucket. own little toy. Oh, a horse. A, a carved wooden horse. Which is why he would always say horse. The thing is, though, he didn't see anybody. He always had his back turned. Like a good little boy, he never looked. Seriously, like, not once in 16 years did he catch a glimpse of anyone, but he'd always wake up with bread and water in his cell. Well, no, it said he was drugged, and when he would come to... Yeah, he, he yeah. would tell them... He didn't know the concept of drugged, so he uh, he knew damn well but he was playing like he didn't and he basically said that sometimes the water would taste bitter and funny and it would make him sleep more and then he'd wake up and he would be changed or he, yeah, his hair would be cut and his fingernails would be clipped and his clothes would be changed and a man visited him shortly before he was released never revealing his face to casper and basically taught him to write taught him to walk Taught him to say the phrase, I want to be a cavalryman, as my father was. Although he apparently didn't know what the words meant. So he probably knew how to read and write, but didn't know how to speak. Right. Well, from my impression, he was taught. He didn't even know how to walk when he was taken there. He uh, was. He had rudimentary he had, functions. Like, he, he was, was like, look, this is how you fucking do it. Just show. Well, he was shown how to do it. in front of the other, you As he was being prick. taken it's there. easy. You know, and. Uh, he rode on the back Keep of this the guy. Fuck up. He rode with this guy all on his back all the way to the border was of that, Nuremberg. And was that an actual part was, of his story? Yeah, yeah. And then he was taught to walk, still not seeing this guy's face, and was finally given the letter and was like, "You're on your own now. Walk into town." So the times that there was only one set of footprints in the park, that's that's when his caretaker carried him. Yes. <laughs> And then, then there was or Jesus, one well, of them. And, and then or, there were two maybe, sets of footprints, but one went this way, and the other took very much care, great care to walk the other way in the same steps. <laughs> and that, that were, was that was when Jesus was like, "Fuck this shit! I ain't touching that with a ten foot pole." <laughs> I'm sorry, are you not comfortable with that joke, Craig? <laughs> no, I'm fine with it. I, I, I can't speak for Jesus, but he might have said it. He told me not to judge. So. Personally, I didn't know the guy, so I can't tell you if he said it or didn't. I pictured Shirley saying that, like, oh, no, I'm fine with it. I can't speak for Jesus, but I'm not supposed to judge. So, so he was eventually placed in the care, I think, I believe this was July uh, of 1828, of a university professor by the name of Dahmer. And no, not... Friedrich Dahmer? Frederick? Yeah, not Jeffrey Friedrich? Dahmer. Not Jeffrey Dahmer, no. Different Dahmer. The story would have went very differently. <laughs> yes, it would have. He would have been eaten. <laughs> very bluntly put. So, because Dahmer was an educated man, he decided to teach Casper Hauser. 
and Casper kept a diary of the whole time that he spent with him. In just a few short months, he seemed to adjust to life uh, and being a normal 16-year-old kid and being able to speak fluently and write and what have you because, you know, that's that sort of thing, once you learn it, it's easy, especially if you haven't known it for your first 15 years. Yeah, of course. I, w- I, w- I didn't learn to read or write until I was like 28. It's, I was thought you were going to say it to last week. <laughs> yeah, I was blow up my spot, man. I haven't learned math yet. I was just assuming. So apparently Dr. Dahmer here wanted to run some tests on Casper and found out that he had an extraordinary sensitivity to electricity and metals. Supposedly. He was made out of magnets. Who knew? I don't know. I feel like maybe Casper Hauser actually already knew shit and was just acting it up and was like, oh, yeah, that magnet affects me. Oh, yeah, that magnet affects me, too, in a different way. Well, it was said uh, during thunderstorms he would get extreme pain from all the static electricity in the air. And it was said that it would be really easy to make that shit up. Like, I can he- when when it thunderstorms out, are you aware? Can you hear thunder and rain and shit? Are you aware that it's happening? Are you cognizant enough to pretend that you're undergoing some weird shit? It depends. Were you raised in a 5 by 7 cage? No. Nor was Casper Hauser. We'll let whatever be the judge of that. Yeah, well, let me and you be the fucking judge of that. This is fair point. Well, I say he was. Really? I don't know. I'm just trying to... I'm playing devil's advocate here. Yeah, I am. I really am. I, you know, what? I'm going to because I, I feel like a lot of it could be bullshit. It really could. But at the same time, maybe, maybe this boy was special. You don't know. Fucking 155 years ago, almost two year, 200 years ago. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into this. We're still yeah, talking let, about the let's, story. Let's tell his story. Let's finish telling his story. Let's at least do him that respect. As time went on, he had tons of visitors. People were just miffed. This was some kind of, you know, crazy thing going on. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, people want to believe that there's some crazy He's shit going on. a sideshow attraction, basically. You know, not much going on in Germany at the time, so this is like the carnival for them. <laughs> this is, everybody go see the freaks. <laughs> 25 cents. They, should, they really should have made money off of this. <laughs> so on October 17th, 1829, Casper Hauser didn't show up for lunch. And this worried people, so they went looking for him, found him hiding in the cellar of his caretaker, and he was bleeding from a cut on his forehead. And basically he told them he was attacked by a hooded man who said to him, You'll still have to die ere you leave the city of Nuremberg. Yeah. Uh, he said he recognized the voice as that of Craig Ellen Lewis. Rickman. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, he said he recognized the voice as that of the man who brought him to Nuremberg. The police followed his blood trail into the house to see that he at first fled to his room and then back downstairs and through a trap door in the cellar. Where he then reverted back to broken language in a oh, delirium. Really? Yeah. Really? He just kept repeating the words, Why you kill me? I never did you anything. Not kill me. I beg not be locked up. Never let me out of me prison. I, it sounds like somebody begging for attention. I've known a lot of people in my life that beg for attention by coming up with these horrible things that happen Man, to them. you just have no heart. <laughs> no sympathy That's for That's not this true. Kid. 
I know a lot of people in my life that have been through some shit too, and I have I have a lot of heart. But the fact is, there's some people out there that are full of shit, and I think Casper Hauser was one of I, them. I can just imagine you. You're just like sitting there after all this happens. The news it comes across the newspapers, and you're just like, bullshit. I called it. I call it right here. You you see me calling this right now, right? This is going to be bullshit. Well, dude, supposedly this attack happened after he was reprimanded for lying and got in trouble too. Like, and he was like, oh. Oh, it was said he was a liar, right? Yeah, mad people said he was a liar and didn't like him. He wasn't very popular with like people that actually knew him. He got shuffled from caretaker to caretaker, soured his relationship with all of them. <laughs> he was like having conversations with people and he's just like, uh, yeah, no, Will Smith was in Die Hard. That happened. No, 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 no. And we're like, no. I'm telling you, it happened. Casper, Google exists. Nope. I invented Google. Dude. Do you I invented remember, the internet. Do you remember when, uh, what was it? It was when they tried to launch the KGB. Not the whole, like. You say KGB, and the first thing I think of is the movie Rounders and John Malkovich. Yeah, um, uh, it was like they had commercials for this. It was really mysterious at first, but it ended up being this thing where you, like, pull out your phone and you text your question to this number or whatever. Oh yeah. And, and they, they give you an answer. answer. They yeah. do the research for you and give you the answer. So if you're having an argument and you're like, no, Will Smith was not in die hard and, and do, fucking Casper. Ja, he was. Look it up. Was. <laughs> ja. Um, no, you are idiots. That's, that's my whole contribution to this like German accent. <laughs> thing. You say something and then I go, ja afterwards. And that's about it. Ja, 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 binks. Ja. My favorite kind of Z music is Clearly, the house music. That didn't last because, you know, smartphones exist and Google exists. And there's well, they were no charging reason. money for every text. Yeah. Why would you text so. and wait for a response when you could just Google the same exact question that you would have text and get an answer? Right. And apparently Casper Hauser wasn't aware of that. So he thought he could just pull one over everyone. But, yeah, I mean, there was another incident. After he got in trouble, where a gunshot went off in his room. Oh, yeah. He was uh, he knocked it off a shelf, didn't he? Supposedly. When his caretaker came in, there was like a wound on the side of his head. And Casper was like, oh, I was, I was climbing on this chair to reach up the shelf and try to get some books. And the chair fell. And when I was trying to like catch myself and pull myself up, I accidentally pulled down the pistol. And then the pistol fell and a shot went off and it just grazed my head. Bullshit. When in reality he was like, "Ooh, cool, a gun," and then he looked right down the barrel of it, pressed no. the trigger. No, when in reality just... he made up a story and he just fucking hit his head on the bookshelf to try to leave a mark and tell people that it fucking grazed oh, so his head. I thought there was a gunshot heard though. Yeah, and then he fired the gun into the wall or something. <laughs> He's full of shit, dude. Like there was all sorts of doubt that that wound would have actually come from a bullet. Oh, okay. I got you. Like, what? There's not even like a cut. It's just a bump. <laughs> you just fucking ran. You, you have just punched yourself bruise. in your head. There's knuckle marks. Your knuckles are bruised. Oh, shut up! Stop making fun of me, Hans. Yeah, that was from the fall. So, out of all the people that visited him, there was one who took an extreme interest in him. A Lord Stanhope of England. Merry old England. Yeah. He's like a British nobleman. Yeah. He uh, paid money for the upkeep of the boy. Gained custody of him. And 
He he soon tired of the boy. Yeah, but before he did, he spent a lot of money. Like, took the dude to Hungary. Like, really was trying to uncrack the mystery of his past. He promised to take Casper Hauser to England one day. But he didn't. No. Nope, 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 nope. And eventually just began to doubt the credibility of the story because nothing led anywhere. He was spending all this money going all over the world, and it just seemed like a whole lot of bullshit. So we gave him to somebody I'm else. I'm telling you, I never saw Mijella. <laughs> well, after he gave him away, he continued to pay for his living expenses. And after his death, Stanhope actually published a book about all the evidence against him, saying that it was basically, well, quote-unquote, his duty to openly confess that he had been deceived. And you know what? Like, another one of his caretakers wrote a note which was revealed after he died, not Casper Hauser, but he himself, which said, Casper Hauser is a smart, scheming codger, a rogue, a good-for-nothing that ought to be killed. Casper was then handed over to the care of one of Stanhope's friends, a Dr. Meyer, where he was all like, You're becoming a devout Christian, or you'll be no more. And he's like, But Herr Meyer, I am the tired. I do not want to practice Christianity. I feel like your Casper Hauser is really homoerotic. <laughs> like, he's just like rubbing his nipples as he's delivering all no, this dialogue. He's just very lethargic. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to. No. Don't make me. Oh, yeah, but I really like it. So while under his care, he worked as a copyist in a local law office, and he just started to get really pissed off with this whole situation, especially bitter that Stanhope never came and took him to England. Do you think he was mostly pissed off because the office he worked in was nothing like the office, the U.S. television show? Probably most likely. He was really expecting there to be some biddies there and that he would have an on and off relationship with one of them. And with the secretary. This really wacky, yeah. offbeat boss. And Five days after a serious argument with his caretaker, um, on December 14th, 1833, Casper Hauser came home with a really serious wound. He was stabbed through his lung and liver. Like through his lung into his liver. By Jack the Ripper. By Jack the Ripper, yes. It was on one of his excursions to Germany. Casper claimed to have been lured into Ansbach Court Garden by a mysterious hooded man, and the dude wanted to give him a bag. So while he was passing over the bag, he grabbed Casper and, and stabbed him. him in the chest. Just shanked him right shanked in the chest him. with a knife. Not a shank. It's like, just because you didn't get me my fruit cup. A big fucking knife. They never found the knife either. Well, the man kept the knife as a good knife. You know? Well, the man would have had to exist in order to keep the knife. But we'll get oh, to that in a minute. Oh, back to conspiracy theories here. Oh, conspiracy theories are that the fucking man existed and stabbed Casper Hauser. Anyway, so Casper dropped the bag and stumbled home. So he staggered into his house just stumbling words. Stumbling words, stumbling yeah, over stumbling words. over his words. And his feet. He's like, ouchie, the man, ouch, stabbed, ouch. I think Casper Hauser pass. was Craig Lewis, just doing a bad German accent. And like, I swear this dude's a liar. She'll go now. You look quickly. He'll find man, ouch. And Meyer didn't believe him. He was like, yeah, no, suck it up, pansy. Yeah, because he already... Had this incident where he cut his forehead and he shot himself on the side of the head. Yeah, so he didn't uh, didn't call a doctor. 
Yikes. So so he didn't look for the man either, apparently. Yeah. Well, it wasn't that long. They did get the police to come, and the police went and searched the park. <laughs> Do you think Meyer just like, Casper, fetch me my slippers. Ca- Casper. Oh, shit. <laughs> I think wow, your dead. shirt is really bloody. Holy fuck. Man, you Holy know, fuck. This is why we don't cry wolf. You are clearly stabbed through the lung and liver, Casper. What the fuck? Why didn't you tell me it was serious before? Why didn't you tell me it was in your liver? Ow, my liver. So, my liver. True, long punctured. But the police searched the park, and Casper was very, very insistent that they find that bag. And they did find the bag. It was a small little violet purse, and it contained a note. That was written Ooh. in mirror writing. Now, what does that mean? You have to hold it up spooky. to a mirror to read it? Yeah. And this note was uh, cryptic as shit. It basically read as such. How's I will be able to tell you quite precisely how I look and from where I am? To save how's the effort? I want to tell you myself from where I come. Blank, blank. I come from blank, blank, blank. The Bavarian border, blank, blank. On the river, blank, 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 blank. I will even tell you the name. M-L-O. With two little dots over it. What do you call that? I don't know. A German and accent mark in, those, a, in those written blanks, English language. If you're kind of confused about that, it's basically underscores. Like a series of underscores. Yeah, like you're saying, I'm, I come... Blank, blank. Very heavily. Underscore, underscore. I come very heavily. <laughs> ja, you're just calming. You're calming at the gym. You're calming at home. Everywhere you go, you're calming. Extremely hastily. If you don't get that, just look for Arnold Schwarzenegger's interview from the 80s where he's talking about how working out and exercising gives him well, the same feeling of coming. It's so amazing. It's just like when you exercise and you work out, it's like you feel like you're calming everywhere. Like every time you do, you are calming. You are calming at home. You are calming at the gym. You are calming in public. You are calming everywhere. Just calm everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And milk is for babies. And milk is like calm. You're just calming everywhere. It's, I, I, now I, you're doing an a little bit of an Austrian accent. No, an offensive <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> accent. Fair sir. enough. It, it's a little more specific than Austrian. <laughs> so Hauser died three days later on December 17th, 1833. Apparently on his deathbed, he was muttering random incoherencies about writing with pencil, which the letter was written in. And it's also worth noting, actually, the letter was folded in a way that Casper Hauser regularly folded stuff, like in this kind of triangular way where you form a diamond and then fold it over into a triangle. Four mirrors. And it also had a spelling error and a grammatical error, both typical of Casper Hauser. Is that where I come from from? Yeah, it did say I come from from. Did I you, wasn't sure if that was a typo. I didn't. I didn't. You didn't say, say it, it that no. way, did you? No. Nope, I, I it must have. have been from from. He must have had like a reputation for writing the word from twice in a row. What was the spelling error though? I didn't see any spelling errors. Well, it was written in German. So. True. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. 
You think they could have made it easy for us and just misspelled the right. word that was misspelled, just, just thrown a P in there or something. It was the O with the two dots over it. That was the misspelling. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Casper Hauser's gravestone reads, Here lies Casper Hauser, riddle of his time. His birth was unknown, his death mysterious. 1833. Or bullshit, question mark, question mark. No, it doesn't really say that. That's what it, if I had but, my way. Yeah. You should, do you think every now and then somebody comes and vandalizes it with spray paint and writes, or bullshit. Bullshit. Uh, bullshit. That is very disrespectful. This, this boy may be Elias, uh, but, but he is also still dead. There is also a monument in the park which reads, here a mysterious one was killed in a mysterious manner. There wasn't much that was mysterious about it at all. You know, the police only found one set of footprints in that park. Like, and they were the same clogs that Casper Hauser wears. Yeah, it was Casper Hauser's footprints. I'll tell you what I think. I think Stanhope killed him or had him killed. I I don't think the letter think, that Stanhope wrote, wrote was kind of fishy. It's see, it is fucked up because stabbing yourself through the lung and the liver. Holy fuck, that... Well, you said before, possibly accidental. Like, maybe is it... Well, what I mean accidental, I don't think he meant to kill himself. I think motherfucker was like, look, last time I tried cutting my head, I tried acting like I got grazed with a bullet, and I didn't really get the sympathy I wanted. I've got to do something more, or else they're not going to believe... They're just going to think I'm just inflicting little injuries on myself. I think motherfucker grabbed the knife, put it to his chest... And ran at a tree or something. I'm just surprised we don't have reports of there being blood splattered on a tree. Right. Because what? How you? There's no way. Like he had to have done something to like fell on force it. it. Yeah, maybe fell on it. I don't know. Like something to force it in there and then go. Oh fuck. Oh shit. Oh fuck. Oh fuck. Oh fuck. Oh fuck. But it was more like. But in his head, he was Bro. like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I didn't mean to do that. Oh, fuck. Oh, God. I got to get home. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Dahmer. Dahmer. And Go then, look for the man. There's a man then, out there trying to kill me. And Dahmer was like licking his lips, and he was like, oh, God. And he was like, no, not you. The other Dahmer. The other Dahmer. Dahmer's law. God, I'm Meyer. <laughs> You liar. I don't know. I'm, I'm fucking I'm, I'm tripping balls here. I just got st- I just stabbed myself. I mean, I just got stabbed in the chest. What was that? You were fine. Go do your math. Dude was like, it was a fucking orphan kid that didn't want to die in the streets. And he conned the fuck out of everyone like a chump. Hey, like a chump. Hey, like a chump. Hey. But the but truth he didn't is, do it for the nookie. He did. He did it all for the nookies. Not Craig. the nookie. So you can take that cookie. He did it for the cookies. And shove it up your yeah. Shove it up my yeah? Shove it up your yeah. Shove it up my yeah. Shove it up your yeah. Are we done with this? Pull your mm-hmm. pants up. I'm sorry. Anyway. So you just think this is all just bullshit. He was an orphan. He was both a genius and an idiot because dude didn't know how to cover his tracks. Like, come on, you couldn't leave a second set of footprints? You couldn't trace through the park once more in your shoes and they go like, yo, it looks just like Casper Hauser walked through the park twice. That would be better than it looks like Casper Hauser walked through the park once. I guess. Like, I, uh, but at the same time, yo, 
People just want to believe there's some crazy shit going on in their Man, hometown. Man, I want to believe and there's some crazy shit going on here. I, I, I want to believe the whole um, conspiracy theory. What was that again? What, about the House of Baden? Yeah, yeah, he was the lost Dutch duke. Yeah, supposedly whatever. this royal family, like, around the time that Caspar Hauser would have been born, did have a baby that died very recently after childbirth. And the rumor was that the uncle... In a scar, or I don't know who is the dude's the uncle's name in Hamlet. Mufasa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm disappointed in you, Craig. You don't know it, but anyway, whatever his name was, I don't know it. Um, <laughs> At least I gave you something that was based off of Hamlet. I just said scar. I just said scar, you just which gave was the actual the character, and you said Mufasa. Like we were talking about this Hamlet-esque uh, conspiracy theory of the Casper Hauser. So the rumor is that the uncle switched babies, took a baby that was terminally ill that was going to die, and switched it with the other baby, and for some reason just gave that baby away. Well, what I heard was he gave it to somebody to kill, and the guy couldn't bring himself to kill the oh, baby. Oh, well, that would make more sense. So he, he raised them in a, in, to in a, a little baby. cage. He, he wasn't, you know, he couldn't bring himself to kill a child, but he yeah. could easily mistreat it for 15 Un- years in I a mean, cage. Unless you're being written by the writers of the Walking Dead TV show. You're, you, no one oh, can kill themsel- bring themselves please, to kill a baby. Please apply cold water to burned area. <laughs> Anyway, I, for one, do want to believe in this conspiracy theory because I'm a sucker for conspiracy theories. Doesn't mean I think they're all true. Doesn't mean I think any of them are true. I just like hearing them, and it's a nice story to hear. I I like, oh, whoa, well, what if? Well, what if? Well, there is a lot of popular and unpopular theories of what could have happened. What is the backstory of Casper Hauser? I mean, yeah, he could have been just a liar, just a fraud. Maybe he was full of shit. Maybe he was just a liar, a fucking con man, just conning all these people. Maybe he was killed. Maybe he killed himself. Maybe he was the lost child of the House of Baden. But there's all sorts of theories about what his backstory could have been. I mean, for example, maybe, just maybe, Casper Hauser was Leonardo da Vinci's working, functioning robot person. Ah, maybe I mean he reacted to electricity and magnets and shit and like, I mean who knows, dude? He was he was a cyborg. He possibly could have been a super secret agent on Mars that got his memory wiped. Oh yeah, just like that movie when Harry met Sally. (laughs) No, or or dude. Maybe, just maybe, he was a shaved Bigfoot. <laughs> a hairless like, Bigfoot? They they would drug his water and then shave him. <laughs> and he was, wow, Bigfoot. Or maybe, maybe, hear me out, maybe, okay. maybe he was a shaved Loch Ness Monster. Loch Ness Monster is dead. Just, just go with it. Just go with it. <laughs> okay. Or, I don't know, maybe he was just, like, mind-wiped Siler and uh, transformed into this little German boy and uh, sent back and in his, time by Hiro Nakamura. And he, didn't, he couldn't remember to learn a power. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. I I wouldn't put it past the heroes writers if that that was probably where they were going with season five, or six, or seven. Yeah. They they had lofty Whatever. fucking aspirations. They had, they had tons and tons of story. Or now this is a big one. This is the granddaddy of them all? Aliens. Aliens. Just aliens. Aliens. Yeah, that sounds pretty likely. Speaking of likely, like our Facebook page. Yeah, our Facebook page is pretty likely. It's it's like worthy. They should definitely like it. Yeah, dude, we painstakingly edit that shit, man. You get all sorts of shit, dude. We post pictures like fucking daily on the daily. We do um, it for you. Yeah, we we do it for us too. I mean, we let everybody out there know what's shit coming we out love. next. Yeah. So yeah, dude. That's always helpful. It's like we've said a million times. There's no secret room multimedia.com yet unless you're listening to this in the future. So that's the fucking home base right there. We're not going to get into uh, future speak here. Just like time a travel. page, please. Yeah, just do it. Uh, <laughs> for real, dude. Just do it. Just trust us on this one. Have you're a good, little, bro. Have you're a good. little faith. No, no, no. no. And you're, it all you're good. Comes full circle. Yeah, you're good. And when you're done doing that, you go on over to iTunes. Check us out there. Subscribe. Rate us. Review us, please. We need to hear from you. We need to know. That on iTunes, you me. can let us know with the reviews. You can also let us know through emails at fairpointpodcast at yahoo.com. And hit us up on our Twitter page at fairpointpod. And you can always find little clips at our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash fairpointpodcast. Oh, yeah, I like that one. That's a gem. And any given episode on our SoundCloud page, soundcloud.com slash fairpointpodcast. Right now, we're hosting uh, episode number whatever, whatever, the RPG episode, because we're still in the transition between sites, and you're not able to get that episode on iTunes. So get that episode at SoundCloud. Get the rest of them at iTunes. It's because and, uh, it's too good, honestly. Ratings Man, and likes. That back. shit is fucking currency to us. Like, seriously. It's a free podcast. It just costs a suggested donation of ratings and likes. That's all we ask for. From the secret room, I am Craig. I can't do that anymore, man. I just can't. I'm done. Keep. I'm Craig Lewis. I want to be a cavalryman as my father was. Uh, yes, go on. I want to be a cavalryman like my father was. Here's a horse. <laughs> no, 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 horsey. Don't it's know. a horsey. Don't know. Don't Nay. know. Oh, don't know. <laughs> no, here's a horsey. <laughs> it's alive, I tell you. So who was in this fucking movie, dude? Uh, Lego Michelangelo. No way. So Lego Ninja Turtles might not be that far off. Correct. You are correct, sir. Lego Dumbledore. Lego, Lego Gandalf. Lego Gandalf was in it. Did make a, a scene, yes. Um, there was Lego superheroes, so Wonder Woman, Superman, Green Lantern, 
there was dude. You're sp- like so. I could have so fucking enjoyed all this, but I don't you really care. Could've. I, I was still want you to out. keep telling me. I was me, marking dude. out, man. I still want I was you to tell all this. me. Uh, Lego Pirates of the Caribbean. Jack Sparrow's in it because I'm I'm pretty sure he was. And then there was a bunch of regular Lego pirates. Okay. Um. Da da da. I said Millhouse. Da 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 da. Da da da. Yeah, but who else? Music. No, no, no. Who else? 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 Lego Batman. Okay. Der. So that's about it. Yeah, I'm sure I'm missing something, but you know, it's been a week since I've seen the movie, so. Word. That's dope. And I remember halfway through the movie being like, just literally being like, I am definitely buying this movie when it comes out. Nice. I had already made my decision. Word. I'm gonna check it out. Lego Han Solo, Lego Chewbacca, what? Lego R two D two. Why were they not the first people you listed? I'm you sorry. fucking son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm sorry. Lego Millennium Falcon. That's so cool, dude. There was a movie in theaters with oh, and Batman a and shut the fuck up <laughs> with Batman and Han Solo. Sorry, I didn't mean that to tell you correct, to shut the fuck uh, up, but that was just too intense a fucking moment for me. Is this blowing your mind? You I could right now? now go to theaters and see Batman and Han Solo on the big screen in the same movie. They have interactions with each other. Oh, and Lego Lando, played by fucking Billy D. You broke my mind, Craig. I don't <laughs> think I'll be able to, like, we can't do this podcast, man. <laughs> it's over. Yo, I just dropped the mic. Boom, and I walk away. 